Hi everyone and welcome to episode 3 of Life Actually. Today is the very first Friday episode of the podcast which is super exciting and I actually wasn't going to record this but I felt really inspired after a few conversations that I had yesterday. Um, so yeah, I was like, you know what, I'm going to follow my inspired action and just spend 15 minutes recording a podcast so that I can get it out on Friday. I was thinking of releasing it on Monday instead but I have a few other ideas of what I want to do on Monday so why not just release another one you know drop my secret album like Taylor Swift or Ariana Grande or Beyonce um because obviously <clears throat> I'm on their level uh anyway moving on <laughs> today's episode is gonna be about the questions we need to ask ourselves when we think we're holding ourselves back from something. That's a mouthful. I'm going to think of something else and put it in the title because that is probably going to be too long. Diving right into today's episode, I'm going to start with a quote by Laurie Deschenes and she says, the lives we lead have everything to do with the questions we ask ourselves. I could not agree with that more, to be honest, and it's relatively easy to go through life and not actually question your own behavior and just blame everything else but a lot of us are in a position where we can actually improve our own lives and by confronting ourselves with a few simple questions we can bring to the forefront like thoughts and beliefs that are actually holding us back from going after our goals and our dreams and we might not have even realized they were holding us back in the first place. So I'm going to go through six questions that we should ask ourselves and explain how we should answer or how you should answer each one. Um, and yeah, that's it. So let's get cracking. Question number one is what is the one thing you would do right now if nothing was stopping you? So with this, you want to think big, like really get into it. What is actually the big goal, the big dream that you would go after if there was nothing holding you back and it can be as big as singing in a stadium full of tens of thousands of people it could be breaking up with your significant other when you're you no know, like 10 years into your relationship it could be changing careers when you have spent tens of thousands of pounds at university or it could be dropping out of uni and becoming a full-time influencer I don't know like whatever your Whatever the thing is that you would do right now if nothing was holding you back. And it will, will be different for everybody. Like for some people, it'll be buying a house. For some people, it'll be moving out of their home just and finding a place of their own or moving in with their friends. Like just whatever you would do right now, if there was nothing stopping you, what would it be? And I mean, like if money wasn't an object, if time wasn't an object, if people's opinions weren't an object, think it through. So what is the one thing you would do right now if nothing was stopping you? Okay, question two. What is the worst thing that could happen if you go after this one thing? So let yourself be a pessimist for a second for a couple of minutes and really go through this and imagine the worst case scenario. Again, this will be different for everybody. For some people, it will be losing money, maybe even bankruptcy. It could be losing the comfortable life that they've become familiar with. It could be leaving behind your friends and family to go travel the world and then getting stuck in a 
foreign country. I don't know, like honestly anything. It could be death, which is grim, but like maybe that is the worst case scenario that you have pictured in your head and that is something that's holding you back. You know, like maybe you want to be a winter Olympian with it all, you know, that going on at the minute. I was watching those ski freestyle jumpers earlier and was honestly like, oh my goodness, like this is incredible, but I wouldn't do it. But maybe you do want to do it, but you don't at the same time because you're holding yourself back because you're afraid that you're going to go up into the air and when you come back down you're gonna you know it's not going to end well and this is a really grim example I realize but like that is your worst case scenario and that is something that is holding you back so write it out. So once you've explored the worst case scenarios the next question is what is the best thing that could happen if you go after this one thing. So what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail, basically? And again, let yourself think big here. Like really don't hold back. What is the the big goal and what is the best thing that could come out of that big goal? So an example is, let's say you've been working as an accountant for like 10 years and you always wanted to be like Beyonce and like sing so that would be your one goal or not your one goal, but that would be like the answer to question one. OK, so what's the best thing that could come out of actually pursuing that goal? You would have money, you would have security, you would have, you know, thousands of fans that you were singing to every single night if you wanted to. You would have lots of things, you know, nice holidays in the Mediterranean. You could pay off all your bills, everybody else's bills. Maybe for you, your one big thing was, you know, leaving your girlfriend or boyfriend that you're in a really lovely relationship with, but it's just not working for you anymore. And your fear is that you're never going to find a relationship that's as fulfilling as that. Well, what would be the opposite of that? What's the best case? So your best case scenario there would be finding someone, a significant other or yourself, maybe you do just want to be alone and that's entirely fine, but finding really fulfilling relationships and friendships which you can take further in life and where you don't feel like you're being held back because maybe you're holding yourself back in your current relationship and you know you don't want that. So the best case scenario would be waking up every day knowing that yeah it hurt but you made the right decision, you made the right choice and you are now in a really fulfilling time of your life. So once you've got really nice and creative and fun with the question three, so the best thing that could happen and what would, you know, what would happen if you didn't feel. Um, question four is what happens if you don't change your behavior at all? So imagine you are five years down the line. So it's 2027. Yeah, yeah, that's five years from now. So it's 2027 and you haven't done anything about this goal or this dream of yours. What What is your life? So what situation do you think your life will be in? And just be a realist about it. We all have goals. We all have dreams we've sat on for years and years. Like this podcast, I didn't launch it for two years because I just kept putting it off. Honestly, if I had started two years ago, I would have been a lot further along. Maybe I would have quit. Maybe I would have cancelled it and pursued something else. But I know I wouldn't have been in episode three. And it's fine. Like I've 100% made peace with that. But I, it's also like I'm glad I started when I did because I'm glad I started now because in five years time, 
I don't want to say that I've never started. And that's something that's very real, that fear of, yes, you're holding yourself back, but also isn't the risk worth it? Like, isn't the risk of going after what you want worth the unknown? Because it could turn into the best thing of your life. Or if you don't do anything about it, you'll never know. And the fear of the unknown, like that's something that really plays in my mind. So yeah, ask yourself that question. Where will you be in five years time if you don't change your behavior at all? Will you still be working in the same job, in the same unfulfilling relationship? Will you be dreaming about the dream you could have started, but you just never did? And get honest with yourself, like I said, just be real about it. And then after that, you're going to answer question five. So question five is, if you had unlimited money, what would you do differently? Would that make you pursue this thing, this dream in a different way? If you knew that cash wasn't a problem, I don't know why that sounded so American, cash. (laughs) If you knew that money wasn't a problem, if you knew that you were not going to have to worry about paying bills and have to worry about paying your mortgage or how you're going to eat if money if you had unlimited income and also in a way unlimited time so if you didn't have to worry about money or time would you pursue this dream differently or what would you do differently in pursuing this dream so this question changes our perspective and we realize that a lot of the fears that we sit with are fitted in fears founded on financial instability and also in the midst that we don't have enough time now Fears around money are completely legitimate and completely, especially if you, like as adults, it's not like you're a child. And if you have your a house and children to look after and, you know, really big bills to pay, of course, they're completely serious. But asking ourselves this question also makes us think that, well, okay, I can't leave my job because it's going to put me and my family in a really difficult financial situation. Again, very real problem, but it makes you think outside of the box. Like, okay, if I can't do, like, leave my job now, what actually can I do? What is there that I am able to do right now that will give me some movement towards my goal, but doesn't require me actually leaving my job right now? And that leads us on to the sixth and final question. What move would you make right now that would help you on this journey? So we all have things that we could do right now that we don't do, especially in pursuit of our dreams. There's always something that we could be doing and it doesn't have to be something major. Like not every move has to be this really big move. Not every move has to be you putting yourself out there. But every move should be like a tiny step forward if it can't be a giant leap in the right direction. It's okay to be stagnant for a bit. It's okay to take a step back 100%. Rejection, as they say, is redirection, which has always been my experience. But don't let yourself stay there. Reach out to people, even if you don't think you're going to get a response. The six degrees of separation is a real thing, like 100% it's a real thing. And you might reach out to someone who you haven't spoken to in years or who you don't think is going to reply to you. But by reaching out to them, maybe they do get back to you or maybe they get back to you with someone else you can contact. Or maybe by reaching out to that person, you have like a sudden light bulb moment when you're like, ah, actually, I can also reach out to this person and et cetera, et cetera. And 
it is by taking like a tiny leap of faith and a tiny step in the right direction, you have already put in motion that goal then. You've already, you've just like kickstarted that wave and that's going to make all the difference. I touched on this a few minutes ago, but the time really is going to pass anyway, so you may as well start now. I think that's quite like a common quote. And it's true because at the end of the day, the time is going to pass. You know, when I, I think especially, for example, in diet culture, if you are going on holiday in the summer, say you're going on holiday in June and you want to lose two stone by June, right? And you realize that that's not going to happen. I mean, it could 100% happen because, I mean, we're in February. But like, say, say you want to lose two stone for a wedding in, in April. And it's like very unlikely that you can do that in a healthy way and a sustainable way. And you're like, okay, well, it's not going to happen. So I'm just not going to do it. But if getting to a certain weight or getting to a certain health and fitness level is actually important to you longer term, then you may as well just make a start. Okay, you might not get into that size eight dress for April, but you might, like, if once you continue that journey and just make those little moves and start with the sustainable behaviours now, going to a class once a week or just walking more, you know, maybe you take up a sport, maybe you just you know, pay more attention to what you're eating and try and eat better and healthier foods and, you know, cut out some of the crap. Once you do those, okay, you might not lose two stone in two months, but you could definitely lose that two stone by the end of the year. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's important to approach things with that in mind that, yeah, five years from now, I could be where I want to be and beyond, even if it's not within my set timeline. Fear really does hold us back and the fear of failure holds us back massively. You know, I think about how many times whenever I was at school did I know the answer but not put my hands up and I was really good at school. I was just one of those people who remembered things easily and there were so many times I knew the answer or so many times I wanted to volunteer in like assemblies and stuff like that but I just didn't because I was too shy and shy is really just, you know, being too afraid so I was too afraid to actually put my hand up and I think about the opportunities that I missed out on you know how many times have you not entered a radio competition in case you won and actually had to talk on the radio I swear to god that is a thought that goes through my mind whenever I enter a radio competition it's like oh do I actually want to win like why why would I spend £2.50 entering the competition if I don't want to win but it honestly like is a thought that goes through my head and I'm sure that I'm not the only one Confronting our fears and getting familiar with them actually helps us overcome them. And once you acknowledge what your fear is and challenge it and question it, rationalize it and counteract it. And you'll see that a lot of the time you're actually just being a drama queen and it's actually not as scary as you think it is. Now, obviously, this is dependent on your situation, but there's always something you can do even if it's the tiniest tiniest step in the right direction even if it's just being honest and being open about what you actually want from life and if you have that conversation that's the step in the right direction I used to never tell people I wanted to do a podcast and then I'm gonna say maybe like a year ago I started talking about it properly and people were like okay okay and now I'm like a famous podcaster and also (laughs) watch the space as they say (laughs) 
<laughs> but seriously, it is super important to put yourself in uncomfortable situations, volunteer, sign up, say you're going to do it now and figure out the rest later and don't give yourself time to be afraid. Just go five, four, three, two, one, bam, do it. I do that whenever there's things that I don't want to do, but I know I need to do them. I just count back really fast from five. I think it's called the five second rule, but I don't even take five seconds to do it. I'm honestly like five, four, three, two, one, go. And that's it, which is what I'm going to do in approximately da, 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 five minutes. Whenever I need to actually get ready for boxing and leave, um, I'm going to go five, four, three, two, one, pew, get dressed and go. And that's it. That is it for today. I'm going to leave you with a really nice quote by the Stanford neuroscientist Felipe Golden, who told the website Lifehacker, exposure is hands down one of the most successful ways to deal with phobias, anxiety disorders and everyday fears of any sort. So basically, question yourself, realise what your fears are, confront them, and then expose yourself to them, even if it's only in the smallest way possible. I will not be exposing myself to spiders anytime soon, but that's not my big goal. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> anyway, I hope this episode's made sense. It was quite um, quickly, I'm not going to say quickly thrown together from my end because it wasn't because I did, you know, put some research into it and stuff, but it um, has come together quite quick. So yeah, I hope it, you, it's one that you've enjoyed and I will see you on Monday or speak to you on Monday with another longer episode. Thank you so much for joining me yet again and please follow Life Actually with the podcast on Instagram and I'll leave the link below and please review and read it if you have not already. And that's it. Have a lovely weekend and I will speak to you soon. Bye.